Welcome to Confidently His. This podcast is for women who choose brave over comfortable, who are bold enough to rebel against this world and let God define us instead, because there's nothing more beautiful than a woman who knows who she is in Christ and lives that way. This is where we become those women. Hit subscribe to join the squad and let's get it. beautiful friend and welcome back to the Confidently His podcast. I am super excited that you're here, that we are back. It's been a little while, but we're back with another episode and I cannot wait to catch you up on everything that has been going on, everything that God has been doing. He has been busy. Let me tell you, I'm I'm super excited to share it with you. And that's what this episode is going to be about. It's just going to be a bunch of observations over the last month of me living this random life with God. And so I'm going to share with you what God has been doing and what he's been teaching me through what he's been doing. And Hopefully you'll get some lessons that you can apply to your life wherever you are and whatever you're going through as well. So let's jump into it. Happy July. Man, first of all, how are we over halfway through 2023? We just passed the halfway mark and I don't know about you, but I am super excited for the last six months of 2023. You know, this year has been a little bit crazy. I've made it no secrets (laughs) that the beginning half of this year was difficult in a lot of ways, but I feel like halfway through 2023, I'm really hitting my stride. I genuinely feel like the first half of this year was preseason. I don't know if you feel like that too, if you can relate at all, but I feel like God just used the first half of this year to train me and prepare me for what he's going to do in the second half. And I don't know what that is, but I'm feeling like there's a lot of momentum. (laughs) And so I'm just excited. And I hope you're excited. That is the thing about hope right? When we have hope in God, then we can be excited because we're like, okay, I don't know what you're going to do, but I know you. And so because I know you, I know what you're going to do is going to be amazing. And that's what hope is about. It's looking forward to every single day, every single experience, like anything can happen because it can. We follow the God of miracles. He's amazing. And he can literally do anything he wants whenever he wants. And so I'm excited to see what this second half of 2023 is going to look like. And so I just want to encourage you, whatever your first six months have looked like, let's just turn the page. Let's just decide to double down and focus on applying the lessons that God has taught us of using everything that we have at our disposal, use it all for God, use it all and get back to your focus. We all start out the year super excited. Well, at least most of us, right? We're making New Year's resolutions or at least intentions. We're looking back at the last year. We're looking forward with excitement, with that excitement that anything can happen. And then as the year starts going, we can get a little discouraged. We can um, get a little sad. Things may not go exactly how we want. 
But this is a great opportunity to kind of just refocus, to say, hey, here are my goals. Here's what I want to accomplish with for and through God. And this is what I'm going to do about it. I love the scripture, Isaiah 32, 8. It says, a noble man makes noble plans and by noble deeds, he stands. And so that is kind of the focus. It's like, okay, we planned out our year. Now we're halfway through. Let's get back to those noble plans and then the noble deeds that go behind them. So going into the second half of the year, that's kind of where I'm at. That is what I'm focused on. And I want to encourage you to also focus on that, to really have that hope in God and then have those plans and those actions that go behind that hope. So jumping into the first lesson I want to share with y'all, have you ever had someone who hurts you, (laughs) who hurts you in a way, and you really are struggling to forgive this person. You are angry. They've hurt you. And then you see God blessing them. Man, that is one of the hardest things. It's one of the hardest things to go through because you're like, bruh, I know you see that they hurt me. I know you saw what they did wasn't right. And now you're going to bless them. Oh, and don't let it be in the area that they messed up for you and they hurt you. And then God is blessing them in that same area. Ooh, that is the hardest. So that happened to me um, the other day. And I had a chance to struggle over it. But you know what? I didn't. I didn't. And it was so, I was so proud of myself. Have you ever passed a test that you would have failed like a couple months before? And you're like, I got it. That's what, that's where I was. Right. And it was really cool because I had a chance to respond in gratitude. I had a, a chance to respond in worship and in faith and the fact that, okay, God, you're going to do whatever you want to do with that other person, but you're doing a lot of amazing things for me right now. And I'm just going to focus on that. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to focus on exactly what is going on between me and you, because you, whatever's going on between you and that other person is none of my business. And That really worked. It reminds me of this scripture. One of my favorite scriptures in, I know I say that a lot, but (laughs) I have a lot of favorite scriptures. But one of my favorite scriptures in 1 Corinthians 15, 58, it says, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Wow. Sometimes when we get hurt by people and then we see God moving in a way that we don't necessarily agree specifically in their lives, or maybe we don't disagree with it. We're just like, bruh, what the heck? Like, how are you going to bless them in that way? When we see that, we got to go back to this scripture. It says, let nothing move you. And it's really cool because it's like, give your work, give yourself fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor is not in vain. God is going to come through for you. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be on your timing, but God will come through for you. And we have to understand that whatever work we put in for God is never in vain because he's faithful. Right. And so because of that, it's like, spoiler alert, I win. 
period. As long as I'm working for God, I win. It doesn't matter what's going on with anybody else. We win. And so I want to encourage you with that. Whatever's happening, whatever's going on around you, with whether it's in your life, whether it is with somebody else, whether you've been hurt or taken advantage of or lost a relationship or had a relationship damaged, whatever it is, I want to just encourage you to focus on God. Don't let any of these things move you. And I was super proud of myself because I totally passed this test and I was just like, yes, because I was getting ready to go to Romania in like a quick second. And I was like, I don't got time for this. I do not have time (laughs) to let this thing take me out at all, to let this thing discourage me or to waste time or anything like that. And so I want to also encourage you to just focus on what God is doing in your life and the blessings and how can you put your attention and your focus and your work behind the direction that God is taking your life. And in that way, it won't stress you out. You, it won't make you struggle like at all. So that's that lesson. I was really proud of myself for passing that test (laughs) because I probably would have failed it like three to six months ago. Not even going to lie. Actually, I did fail it three to six months ago in multiple ways. So I was really proud of myself for passing that test. Come on, growth. Yes. Anyway, um, moving on to (laughs) the next lesson I want to share with you is God's timing. And God's timing is something that it can be really difficult for us to submit to, for us to get on board with, for us to agree with. Sometimes we're never going to agree with it. We just got to agree with the fact that God knows better. And so we're like, okay, you know better. And I don't really like this timing, but I'm going to go with it because I really don't have any other chance or any other choice. Right. And so <laughs> that's kind of where we're, where we be at. But, um, One thing about God is that when he decides it's time for something, then it's time and he is going to do it in a big way. The other day I went to a movie premiere. I'm in LA. So there's uh, movie premieres and events all over the place happening all the time. Right. And so I go to this movie premiere uh, for the white men can't jump movie. Maybe some of you guys seen it. It's a really good movie. Definitely recommend. And I re met this guy that I had met like a few years before I met him. His name's Nico. And he is the founder of this platform and this nonprofit called the hoop bus. And it's the hoop bus. So it's a school bus and they have put basketball hoops on the front and on the back and they ride around in cities um, spreading love and community through basketball. It is really amazing through dunk shows and fancy dribbling and encouraging words and just it's really, really cool. And so I met Nico at this movie premiere and he said, hey, you speak, right? Um, we're getting ready to do these activations and I think you would be good for it. Give me your number and I'll connect you. I'll send you the schedule. You can come through. And I'm sitting there like, uh, okay, sure. And (laughs) it was amazing because that meeting happened. And three weeks later, right after I got back from Romania, I was on the road with them to Portland and Seattle for brand activations that they were doing for Nike and Dick's Sporting Goods. 
And I'm like rolling around Seattle, emceeing as they're rolling through Seattle for the hoop bus. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, how did this even happen? But it happened because I was in the right place at the right time as God would ordain. And God said, I'm going to make this happen right now. Now, is this something I would have loved to do two years ago? Yeah, but God didn't decide to give it to me two years ago. He decided that now is the time and it happened quickly. And so I was reading in my quiet time the other day and this scripture came to mind. It was Matthew 5, verse 14 through 16. It says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. All right. I have read this scripture many times. Um, This is where we get the phrase, be the light, right? Don't hide your light, shine. But something stuck out to me, something a little different stuck out to me in this time reading it. Because here's the thing, the light just shines, The light doesn't worry about the hill. It doesn't create the hill. It doesn't find the hill. It doesn't put itself on the hill. The light just shines. And then God is the one who creates the hill, finds the hill, and then puts the light on the hill. The light doesn't even have to worry about that. And so when I was reading this passage, God was like, listen, you are worrying too much about the things that are not in your control. You are worrying about building a platform. You are worrying about what that platform looks like. You are worrying about putting yourself in the right place, the right time and getting to the right people. But all you have to worry about is shining for me. And when you shine for me, I will do the rest. And it was really crazy because I was like, oh my gosh. And then all of this stuff starts happening. It's like God in the first six months of this year was getting me back to shining my light. And then at some point he said, oh, you're ready now. Now you are ready to shine for me and I'm going to move you. And so I want to tell you that wherever you are, you might be worrying about the wrong things. You might be worrying about the things that God has said he will do when your responsibility is to do your assignment. Your responsibility is to be the light. Your responsibility is to shine wherever you are. Shine where God has you right now for his glory. And once you do that, he'll move you. Because if he didn't, he wouldn't be going with his own scripture. (laughs) That's what it says. It says people do not put a light under a bowl. And so once you are lit for God, he's like, he's not going to hide you. He's not going to put you under a bowl. He's like, no, when it's time, I'm going to put you in the proper places to shine. But you need to shine for my glory where you are. And so whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, whatever you're going through, whatever you're working on shining through, I want to encourage you with that. That when it's time, God will do it. And he does not waste any time in doing it once it is time. (laughs) And so 
Make sure that you are focused on shining for God. All right, next story. Every year, my church raises money to support missionaries and send them out to plant churches all over the world. And so during this time that we're raising money, we call it special missions, and we go out and we do a bunch of stuff to raise money. And so a few weeks ago, me and some friends from my church, the AMS, or my church region, the AMS stands for Arts Media Sports It's amazing. I love it. It's a region of creatives and athletes dedicated to using our talents for the glory of God. And so we're going out and we decide to go down to Burbank downtown and to sing and to speak and to dance and to use our gifts on the mic with a speaker and try to get people to donate money for our cause. And so we're doing that and I'm on the mic and seeing it. And I'm just, you know, random people are passing and I'm like, God loves you. God loves you. You are special. You're valuable. I'm just speaking life and love over them. Right. And so these two girls passed me and I was just said to them what I was saying to everyone else. I said, God loves you. And she said, I'm gay. And I said, as they were walking by and I was like, that's okay. God still loves you. And she said, I'm an atheist. And then flipped me off. And I said, that's okay. You're still special. You're still valuable. And God still loves you. None of that matters. God still loves you. And, you know, there is a misconception, both outside the church and inside the church, that we have to somehow earn God's love with our righteousness. And that if we are not following God or we do not believe in God, that he all of a sudden does not love us because we're not doing the right things or we're not living the right way. And I just want to say that just like I told those two girls, that's not true. God loves every single person on this earth. He loves all of us, whether we're following him, whether we're obeying him, whether we are tanking it, whether we are at rock bottom, whether we are cursing his name, whether we do not believe in him enough to curse his name, he still loves us. And it reminds me of this scripture in Romans 5, verse 6 through 8. It says, you see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Wow. So before we chose him, before we knew enough to choose him, before we ever committed a sin, before we chose to believe in him, before we chose to follow and obey, God loved us so much to send Christ to die for us. And this is something that we have heard probably Some people have not heard it. And if you are one of those people, then I want to assure you that no matter what you are doing or where you are right now in your life, that God loves you and your actions do not um, negate his love for you, period. Right. Um, Now, that doesn't mean that we get to go and do whatever we want. Well, we do get to go and do whatever we want because he gave us free will. And (laughs) so so there's that. 
Um, that doesn't mean that he doesn't want you to come to him. That doesn't mean that he doesn't want you to follow him and to obey him and to do life with him. But whether or not you choose to do so, or even if you are a Christian and you have chosen to do so, and you're just tanking it right now, or you're struggling right now, or you're not doing as well as you would like right now, that doesn't negate God's love for you. That doesn't stop God's love for you. And so I don't know who needed to hear that. Those girls needed to hear that. I don't know if they're mad at me for saying that. They can be mad at me for saying that, but I think it's something that we all need to know. And that's something that we all need to internalize because I know for me, sometimes I can, in trying to do all of these good things and I'm going to go here and do this and do this for God, all of this, doing all this for God, I can kind of lose my footing and start to try to earn his love by my actions. And it's something that I have to remind myself even that, Chantel, you are doing this for the glory of God, but you're not doing it to earn the love of God. And so I want to remind you of that too. You are not doing anything for the love of God. You are doing it because of the love of God. And that is something that I want you to remember and that I want you to internalize because that will save you from this performance-based religion that God never wanted us to be a part of anyway. And it will set you free to walk in a love-based relationship with the creator and the lover of your soul. And that is where true freedom and true fulfillment will come. And so I don't know who needed to hear that, but I just want to let you know (laughs) that God loves you. You are special. He cares about you no matter what is going on in your life at this moment. Also, while we were out there raising money, we met this man. He actually ended up giving us kind of a lot of money, but he ended up talking to me and my friend Trinity, who was out there with us. And he started telling us a little bit about his life story. And basically, he had three months to live. And he showed us his scars and everything. He said, listen, I have 10 good days a month. And on those days, I'm drunk. But I have three months to live and I just know that I'll be fine. And so at this point, we're like, oh, my gosh, like we need to make sure that this man has an opportunity to to have a relationship with God, because if you're going to die in three months, like I'm like, listen, it's time to get right with God, like right now. <laughs> right. And if you're saying you're you're drunk the majority of the time, like, listen, I want to make sure that, that you're OK when God decides it's your time. And so we immediately, we start telling him that God loves him. We start preaching the gospel. We start inviting him into fellowship. We start like, we're trying to to get him to understand God's love and, you know, just preaching the gospel and inviting him to things, inviting him to study the Bible, all of the things, right? We were literally trying everything. And he's like, no, I'm good. And he basically told us, no, I'm good multiple different ways. He's like, nope, don't need that. Nope. I believe this. My religion is kindness. My religion is love. And he, he repeatedly said it. And we were just like, oh my gosh, it was heartbreaking to the point where by the end of our conversation, Trinity and I just had tears in our eyes because we were like, oh my gosh, our, our hearts were just breaking for this man. And Afterwards, after he left, we were talking about it and 
we were just like, there was literally nothing else we could have said. We tried the love route. We tried the scare route. We tried the community route. We tried the knowledge route. We tried everything to get this man to, to want to know more and to, to entertain the idea of knowing more about God and a relationship with him. And it was just so heartbreaking, but there was a silver lining in it. And it was the fact that even up until the last minute, God was still pursuing this man. God allowed him to cross our path to the point where he had the opportunity to hear the gospel again. He had the opportunity to hear about God's love. He had the opportunity to be invited to study the Bible. He had the opportunity to be invited into fellowship with disciples of Jesus, right? God was still pursuing this man, even though he was dead set against a relationship with God. And I was just like, I was talking to God afterwards and I was like, wow, God, that is so loving of you. This man, he's, he's denying you left and right, and you're still pursuing him. And it goes back to the scripture I just shared in Romans 5 about while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But it also reminds me of another scripture in Romans 2, verse 4 through 6. It says, Or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance, and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? But because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed. God will repay each person according to what they have done. And you might be like, whoa, Chantel, that's intense. But it, it is, you know, the Bible is intense. And here's the thing. God's kindness, his patience, his perseverance with us is meant to lead us to repentance. He wants us to turn towards him. He wants us to have a relationship with him and to choose that relationship. Now, some people say, well, if God loves us so much, then why would he send us to hell? God is giving us free will. And so he's not sending anyone to hell. He is validating our free will choice to go there. He's validating it because if we're not choosing him in this life, if we're choosing to live life apart from God here on earth, why would he kidnap us and force us to spend eternity with him? You know, like <laughs> that would be taking away our free will. And that in that way, he's like, listen, I love you. And because I love you, I'm going to allow you to make the choice. And if you don't choose me, then I have no, I have no choice but to validate your own choice that I gave you. And so we do have to understand that God loves us, that God will pursue us endlessly until our last day, God will pursue us. But his kindness and his patience and his perseverance is meant to lead us to repentance, is meant to lead us to choose him. And that's what he's really hoping, but it's on us to do so. And so I don't know where you are right now. If you need to repent of some things, if you need to choose God in, in a certain way or whatever it is, listen, <laughs> I am begging you, please use your free will to choose God because man, talking to that guy and just hearing his stubbornness in his 
his refusal to acknowledge God and his and, and God's love for him, man, it was it was truly, truly heartbreaking. Um, anyway, whew, amen. So last lesson that God has really uh, put on my heart lately and really shown me. So I had this opportunity to apply for a job. There is a program by Nike called the WIN program. And every year they bring in a cohort of former WNBA players to work at Nike, kind of like a two-year internship or, or work study program so that they can learn the business and get their footing and really have a career at Nike and raise up in the business. And so, you know, I was at a place where I'm like, okay, God, this is presented to me. I don't know if this is something you want me to do. So I'm just going to apply to it. Right. And when I applied to it on the first interview, they were like, you're going to have to move to Portland. (laughs) And uh, Portland, Oregon, I don't know if y'all know, but I'm like originally, well, I was born in Cali, but raised in Washington state, which is about 15 minutes away from Portland. And Listen, I have never really wanted to go back to the Pacific Northwest. And so when they said you got to move to Portland, I was like, eh, probably not something I'm going to want to do. But then I was like, OK, God, but I really like that would mean I would have to leave the AMS ministry. The AMS, I told you earlier, it's arts, media, sports. So it's a creatives ministry, uh, creatives and athletes specifically dedicated to helping us worship God and and use our talents to worship God and to evangelize the entertainment industry and the sports industry and, and other creatives, right? And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, God, like if I moved, it would take me out of the AMS and I really don't want to do that. And right when I was considering that and thinking through it, God kind of put it on my heart. He said, okay, but what have you been doing in the AMS lately? And I was like, oh, I was so convicted because the truth is I have not been the best steward over the impact that I should be making. You know, I have been working to make impact. Amen. There are people around me that would say that I have made an impact in their lives. Amen. Very grateful for that. And very grateful that God has allowed me to, to do those things. Right. Um, but as far as being super focused and just all in on the impact I could be making with my gifts and with the people around me, specifically the AMS ministry, at that point, I had to admit I hadn't been all in. And it really reminded me of this scripture. It was Matthew 25, verse 29. It says, for whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what they have will be taken from them. And at that moment, it was like, oh, my gosh, God could take the AMS away from me like that, like that so quickly. He could move me to anywhere else. He could take me out of L.A. He could move me to another church that doesn't have an AMS ministry. And I'm sitting here playing around, not maximizing my gifts. And he's like, listen, if you have and you use it, more will be given to you. But if you do not have, even what you have will be taken away. I bet this is where we get the phrase, use it or lose it. I don't know, but it sounds appropriate. In context, this is the parable of the talents or also called the parable of the bags of gold, right? Where 
Some of the servants use the bags of gold that they are given by the master, but one of the servants buries his talents or his bag of gold and he doesn't use it. And so God's saying, listen, whoever I can trust with what I have given them, I'm going to give them more. And if I cannot trust you, if you have shown that I cannot trust you with what I've given you, I'm taking away what I've given you and I'm going to give it to somebody who I can trust. And we can't be, we can't even be bitter about that because we would do the same thing, <laughs> right? And in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, God, I'm so sorry. You're right. Let me get on it. Let me repent. Let me start acting like I'm in the AMS and I want to be in the AMS and I want to stay in the AMS, right? And um, so thankfully, you know, I'm not moving anywhere. Um, God made it very clear that um, that opportunity was not the one for me. He closed that door and he actually opened another door where my clients, my biggest client for the corporate consulting that I do, they, I had been working with them for a year and they have now re-signed our deal for another three years Oh my gosh, praise God for that. And so I will be working with them for another three years, which means they fly me out to to Indiana for our engagements, but I can live wherever I want and still work with them, including staying in LA. So God made that very clear, shut one door, open another door. Actually, he opened that door, shut the other door in that order. And so I was like, praise God, look at God. Thank you for um, accepting my repentance. <laughs> my prayer. I, I really love it in LA. I'm not trying to move no time soon. I really adore the AMS ministry and I'm definitely not trying to move um, anytime soon. Like God would literally have to be like, okay, Chantel, like I am personally moving you because <laughs> I'm not volunteering for it. Anyway, um, that's a whole nother uh, conversation. But anyway, those are the random lessons that God has been teaching me lately. Thank you so much for rocking with me for continuing on this journey. I really appreciate it. I really love doing life together with you guys. I am going to work on being more consistent and dropping more podcasts more frequently, but the way my schedule is set up right now and the way I have been traveling, man, at one point during May and June, I was on the road 20 days out of 27 days. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, tomorrow I'm getting on a plane and I'm going to head to Las Vegas. I'm really excited for NBA Con and WNBA All-Star to do brand activations with the Hoop Bus again. And so I'm super excited about that. Please pray for me as I continue to pray for you. And yeah, we gonna get these episodes when we get them. Amen. <laughs> But I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. Please share this episode um, with someone that you think it will help. And also you can follow me on Instagram at Miss Chantel. I don't know. What are y'all thinking about the new Threads app? That's been fun to kind of explore it. And also I will drop other important links like to my, to my book, God, What the Heck, and to my websites and all of those. I'll drop all those in the description box of this episode. So until next time, I love you. God loves you. And yeah, have a great day, night, week, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. Anyway, amen. Bye y'all. <laughs>
Thanks for listening. If you love this episode, don't forget to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Also, I'm going to be like your Uber driver and say hit five stars. If you want to join the Confidently His community, check out all the information in the description box of this episode. Thanks again. Share this with someone you love and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.